जय शिवाय टुडे लेट्स टॉक अबाउट हाउ टू इवेल्युएट योर स्पिरिचुअल प्रोग्रेस ओके सो इवेल्युएशन ऑफ स्पिरिचुअल प्रोग्रेस शुड बी डन ऑन योर एंटायर एग्जिस्टेंस ओके सो इट्स नॉट दैट यू कैन जस्ट टेक वन ऑफ योर कोशा or you can say body layer or sheath although they are not the exact translations but still just for understanding purpose you can say one of your sheath you cannot take just one of them into account and say okay whether i have progressed or not but yet there is one ultimate thing which is hard to evaluate but can be evaluated it's not impossible to evaluate it so you have five koshas right whatever spiritual practices that you are doing whatever spiritual sadhana that you are doing yogic sadhana that you are doing impacts all the five sheaths of your body of your existence okay so first one is your physical body layer right annamaya kosha we call it so annamaya kosha is all that is physical in you okay all that is gross in you okay so this is if you see from your as a result of your sadhana yogic sadhana you realize that now you are able to sit quietly your body is not giving you pain here and there it suddenly doesn't start itching or you know jerking or there are no jerks in the body it's not it's you are able to sit nicely in whichever asana you choose in whichever uh, mudra you choose you are able to hold that posture for a substantial amount of time okay and the minimum time to hold that posture is 2 and 1/2 hours but you can see initially if you are able to sit like that for 15 minutes for 10 minutes for to start with to 30 minutes and then for 40 minutes 45 minutes and to an hour or so whatever time you are dedicating to your sadhana see that your your body you are able to sit like a rock unmoving there is no disturbance in your physical body so as a result of spiritual sadhanas yogic sadhanas you will be able to sit nicely so that you can continue your pranayam practices your uh, other yogic kriya yoga practices and you are able to do your sadhana but first thing is to realize that you are able to sit in any given posture or mudra that you have chosen to do sadhana in another thing is that your body becomes much more healthier as a result of yogic sadhana you start becoming healthy you are able to control and heal yourself you are able to prevent a lot of physical things that might have given you a lot of pain and lot of this and lot of that you are able to prevent that because the energy from the sadhana yogic sadhana carries all the way into your physical body and you carry it every day with you so your as a result your body becomes healthier your choice of eating food changes 
you'll try to eat a lot more raw food than the cooked food and it just naturally happens if you were a non-vegetarian you were taking some non-veg items it might drop you might minimize it. it it may minimize as a result and it just happens naturally there's nothing that you need to you know do and when these sadhanas these yogic practices reach a certain level in you then there is a certain kind of energy always in your eyes and on your face you are able to transmit that energy you naturally your existence is, is exuberating that energy and it's always visible okay so these are some of the changes that you can look for you're actually when it comes to phys physics uh, your physical body a lot many other things changes your dna changes actually but it happens at a very advanced stage of meditation very advanced stage of yogic practices that your dna starts changing the neurons that you have in your brain they start changing new neural pathways are created in your brain okay so physical body changes to a greater extent at the cellular level it changes as a result of meditation and practices yogic practices okay so that is one thing so annamaya kosha your first kosha your first body layer you have to evaluate your process based off of how my body is changing what what is changing in my physical body am i able to earlier you may be in lot of pains here and there and even just little bit of work may give you pain but now you are able to do that without going breathless or without having lot of pain here and there and you feel much more healthy and energetic that way right that is first thing second thing is your pranamaya kosha pranamaya kosha is in rough translated ways is your energy body so pranamaya when pranamaya kosha changes you will become much more sensitive to the energy of places people and things around you much more sensitivity you will have develop so initially you will feel like okay i want to stay away from these people as they do not exuberate good energy you might soak some of their energy and it's okay okay you can stay away from such places things and people and you will have a natural aversion as a result that you just do not want to be with certain people you do not want to be at certain places and you do not want to touch anything and everything so you will try to you know create a security boundary around you and now in order to save yourself you can actually do some grounding practices cleaning practices like taking shower i have a video uh, about you know lot of yogic cleaning practices and all i'll provide a link to that video in the description below okay so you can watch it so there are a lot of such things that you can do to keep your energy safe but another thing is it should not invoke fear in you there shouldn't be fear yes if you are refraining away yes it's okay to stay away from all those people but not out of fear out of knowing the fact 
that whatever good energy, healthy, vibrant energy that you have accumulated through your own sadhana, it all will, will just get depleted. So next time, again, you have to gather that much energy. It's like, you know, if there is a small plant and you just give it water only when it's about to die, that plant will not grow much. That plant will just try to save itself. So in the survival mode. So if you stay always in the survival mode, the evolution will not happen as a result of yogic sadhanas, yogic practices. Okay. So you can save your energy and you can, it's okay to save your energy and it's okay to be selfish when it comes to save your energy because you are doing all the hard work. You are getting up in the morning. You are sitting there to do sadhana. Other people are not doing it. They are just in their unconsciously driven chitvrittis and they are always in their own nonsense. So you have the you have full right to stay away from people who just suck your energy. Okay, who try to live on your energy. So pranamaya kosha. But slowly by and by, your pranamaya kosha starts becoming way more powerful. Very, very powerful. It goes to the level that automatically, if some people, people were trying to meet you that day, the day you have a very highly vibrant energy, some people are trying to meet you that day and they have a very negative or very... Um, uh, negative vibration and not such, such a good energy, then somehow their plan to meet you will get cancelled. If anybody is reeking of bad energy, things will start changing and happening by itself. People will not be able to come to your house. You will, will not be able to go there. You will not be able to meet them. So it's like, you know, the initially it's the way we understand the flow of energy is that always from negative, it always flows, flows from negative to positive or you can say from uh, lower air pressure to higher air pressure or the higher higher energy starts flowing towards the negative energy by itself. But no, there comes a time when there is a strict, strict, dis, uh, a strict uh, dispel, energy starts dispelling itself, the bad energy. Good energy starts dispelling all the bad energy around. And that way, people's plan changes, the places change, and uh, these things start happening automatically, the way when you reach at that level. Okay. And uh, you will become much more, uh, you know, sensitive. So you have to take care of that. So that is the way to evaluate your Pranamaya Kosha. That you will start, you will know by yourself who is not good. Even without meeting them, without seeing them, you will know where they have reached and what kind of energy they are in today. Okay. So you can change your plans to see them or meet them. So... That is Pranamaya Kusha. Then comes Manumaya Kusha. Manumaya Kusha is mental emotional plane. The Manumaya Kusha is consists of all the like Buddhi, Aham, Chit, 
chit and manas and mostly it's about chitta actually chitta and aham so manomaya kosha is huge super huge in us okay it extends beyond our body physical body for about you know 9 to 10 feet it's, it's that large when the way it starts growing it becomes larger and larger in size or you can say the boundary that you that the chittavrittis create the mental emotional behavioral patterns the boundaries that they create that boundary starts diminishing between you and the cosmos you and the other person you and the other places or you and the other things okay so it starts diminishing so whatever other person is thinking you will be able to know it without seeing them without meeting them initially it will happen when they are in front of you you'll know their intentions you'll be able to get inside other people's mind not that you want to do that as such it, there is enough to deal with on you for yourself why start getting into other people's bullshit in their head who has who has what in their head <laughs> other than their mental emotional behavioral patterns so it's not a very scenic place to visit so you don't have to do that intentionally but it naturally starts happening another thing is it's not always about external world you will also gain the capability of knowing your own chittavrittis knowing your own vasanas knowing your own mental behavioral emotional patterns before they even rise in you rise in you means before they even create an emotion or thought in you initially you will be able to catch them through the emotion or thought you are having but the more your manomaya kosha starts becoming stronger and stronger and stronger as a result of yogic sadhanas you will start catching your own chittavrittis before the nonsense or the drama they start so that is manomaya kosha and another thing is that whatever you wish for whatever is in your heart deeply the desire or any intention that you have you will man- manifest it if you have good in- intention it will be manifested if you have some bad one even that will be manifested there comes a time when only good ones are there or only aklishta desires rising from aklishta vrittis or aklishta sanskaras are there there is a time when only that much is left so only that part is manifested okay but initially the good and bad both will manifest so you have to be careful about it when it comes to many manifestations so in a way in a small small way you can see them as siddhis okay as same same thing is with physical body with annamaya kosha as well that you will be able to lift weight without be breaking your back you will be able to lift a lot of weight more than many times more than your body, your own body weight while earlier you may not be capable of lifting that much weight so that change happens in annamaya kosha as well so yeah the manomaya kosha so you have to be careful about what you wish for okay your desires and manomaya kosha you will start seeing your chittavritti so you will be able to see when before even the fear arises or even when you say something do something or you wish for something you will be able to understand and see clearly within you 
the purpose of yogic sadhana is not to do phd on somebody else you are not getting enlightened by doing phd on other people or by you know analyzing or judging or critically analyzing in your head uh, of the uh, peop, other people's behavior and nature and their life and their whatever you will be enlightened only when you are 100% able to see within yourself so make sure you spe- you use your yogic sadhana's ability mostly on yourself and not on other people okay so mano use your manokamaya kosha to do introspection within okay this wish arose in me today oh, what did it where did it come from why am i fearful what what is this fear what am i afraid of asking these questions and these questions will be answered okay another next one is vigyan maya kosha now in a very crude rough translation it's called as intuition body it is not an intuition body it is not just an intuition body it's a body it's a sheath or the layer of your body your existence which is way much huge and it consists of cosmic intelligence it also consists of guru chakra in you it's the guru within you it's a third eye which gives you an ability to see beyond time and space it's vigyan maya kosha yes one of its purpose is intuition knowing within every time <clears throat> before even you see people you know what kind of energy they are in before you visit a certain place you already know how how or what that place is if something not so good is about to happen or bad is about to happen you will know in your heart in within so all the time your intuition is on that cosmic channel is on when your vigyan maya kosha develops and if you do anything wrong in your spiritual practice you will know from within that oh no i did i i'm making this mistake i need to change it or that i doubt it and i think i am making a mistake i need to ask my guru so vigyan maya kosha is about the cosmic intelligence and it gives you the truth of cosmos beyond time and space it gives you the truth of all the shakti that are there durga lakshmi ma saraswati ma kali and shiva and all the different gurus that have happened in the past it's the intelligence that kind of an intelligence because the that energy that consciousness that shakti is very vibrant and all the wisdom that it carries it's always there in the cosmos it's one thing to create a sanskara on your own chitta make an impression on your own chitta chitta means your karmic warehouse or your mental emotional patterns behavioral patterns warehouse and your karmic warehouse where the uh, karmas or the sanskaras are there okay you can watch the yog darshan patanjali Uh, yoga sutras series to understand what exactly chitta is and how many states of chittas are and how sanskaras work what are sanskaras what are chittavrittis you can understand from that series i'll provide a link to that series as well in the description box okay 
so you can understand these words i'm I, i'm not going to explain them here now but it's one thing to create the sanskara on your own chitta it's completely another thing to create a sanskara on somebody else's chitta that's what gurus do when they initiate somebody they create an aklishta sanskara sanskara that will take you towards moksha towards wisdom towards truth right they are able to create that in the disciple yet it is completely another thing to create an impression in the cosmos that will hold the wisdom till the time this creation is alive and all samadhi gurus they have the gyana so much gyana so much wisdom so much extreme knowledge that if in the lifetime they do not find somebody who can take that to give that knowledge or to give that uh, information or to give that uh, wisdom to somebody they do not find the right kind of the beholder of that wisdom then they have to they do make an impression in the cosmos for somebody else to download it for some future yogi to use it to download it for the people that might live in those times and all that happens only through vigyan maya kosha i have to use my vigyan maya kosha to create an impression along with lot of shakti to create an impression in the cosmos before i get out of this body before i leave this body i have to make an impression i will make an all gurus do that okay all samadhi gurus do that so at times you see how sometimes you visit a particular mountain or a particular place and you you, you have a strong spiritual experience some strong spiritual realization happens to you in some nature places in some temples in some spiritual places or energy vortexes or places like that because all those who have attained samadhi in any lifetime if there was anything that they wanted to give somebody they but they haven't found the right kind of a person who can behold that knowledge that wisdom and can use it for humanity's benefit then they create a sanskara then they create that impression and leave it within the gross existence before they leave this gross existence of their own so it's vigyan maya kusha all the ashta siddhis there is another video on my channel about ashta siddhis eight siddhis okay uh, so all the siddhis that happen to you happens through the vigyan maya kusha all the shaktis that you can ever meet any devi or devata that you can ever meet also happens through vigyan maya kosha if you uh, if you had any guru in your past life any of your past life if you have had a guru and that guru initiated you to rekindle that in this lifetime vigyan maya kosha should be fully developed and open you need to have perception from that body from that layer of your body 
So to evaluate the progress, spiritual progress, you have to look into all these kind of things. Now the last one, all, all four bodies we covered, the last one is Anandamaya Kosha. Now Anandamaya Kosha, again, when we English in, we translate it in English, it's called bliss body. It's not just bliss body. That's like reducing it to 0.01% to what it actually is. You know, this physical body, this Anandamaya Kosha is considered as Adhara. Adhara means base, holding base. For what? For an Atma in human lifetime. Right? Until that Atma is self-realized or until that Atma has attained Moksha. Until then, this physical body is the adhara or base, holding base for that atma. But after self-realization, after attaining moksha, anandamaya kosha becomes the adhara. That's why most of the time, the perception that comes to us, the way we perceive everything is through our anandamaya kosha. And Anandamaya Kosha is the Kosha or the layer that is not an individual layer. It is not, it doesn't have a boundary like this physical body has a boundary. So I can say that this is my body and that is your body. You can, you can differentiate like that, right? It gives us a um, centralization or localization of time in, in time and space. Physical body gives you a, cent a localization within time and space. Anandamaya Kosha has no localization. There is no you, no me. There is no physical separation kind of in the Anandamaya Kosha because that Adhara is extended from Brahma, from Paramatma. That base is the base within Paramatma. Although everything is in Paramatma, but that is a direct and direct extension of Paramatma. And that's the reason we stay in bliss. We stay in those who have attained self-realization. They stay in bliss all the time. They feel they are in Paramatma and they are in Brahma all the time. There is no... No separation, no longing, no division, no, no nothing. And the sense of localization is lost. And, but physical body is local. I mean, it's, it has a time and it has a place. It has a shape. So it's within the time, within time and space. So the sense of localization of me, I gets lost after moksha. Another thing that Anandamaya Kosha has, it gives you alokic siddhis. So all your four bodies can attain siddhis that are lokic in nature. Lokic is a Sanskrit word which means things that belong to the visible universe. Okay, or the visible world, the gross world, the physical world, the visible world. 
or even when we say visible it's visible to telescopes or satellites far away planets and all that so siddhi is related to the all that is physical all that is logic all that is that we call those kind of siddhis are attained through the first four koshas they take part in it although all of them happens only and only when you have your uh, vigyanamaya kosha developed to a greater extent okay but the anandamaya kosha it gives you siddhis that are beyond this dimension beyond the dimensions of all that human things that is there alokik siddhis they happen through anandamaya kosha so you can see how much joy is happening within you time to time some joy will start happening to you as a result of your yogic sadhanas okay so you this is how you measure your spiritual progress and overall and the main thing to remember is the main i told you remember one thing is very important that the the way your chitvrittis your mental the hold that your chitvrittis had on you the hold that your mental emotional behavioral patterns had on you that should start minimizing and slowly you will realize there is much less disturbance in your chitta much less disturbance okay and now this can take few months to few years to a lifetime it's a journey of many lifetimes but don't think something will happen in 2 years 5 years or 10 years down the line if it is not happening always know that there is something within you that you are holding nobody is holding anything nobody is nobody can ever stop you from uh, realizing yourself nobody can stop you from attaining moksha nobody can stop you from attaining siddhis lokik siddhis and alokik siddhis nobody is can stop you from attaining all kind of cosmic intelligence nobody ever can stop you from opening your guru, guru chakra or your third eye nobody can stop you from anything only you are responsible only you can stop yourself so if something is not happening then it is your job to find out what is it and if you do not understand that if you are not able to find that out then no need to you know panic or feel disturbed or sad about it look for a guru find out a guru guru gurus can see within your chitta gurus can see within you they can tell you what's going on with you if you feel stuck with your yogic sadhana and you have no idea what's going on what am i doing and why this is not happening but again just because you have a guru don't start reaching to him or her every 5 days asking oh this is not happening or that is not happening okay give everything a sincere effort for the time that it needs to okay it may take 6 months 1 year 2 year 5 year keep doing it 
and be very sincere and truthful about it you can you may be able to fool your teachers or your gurus or whomsoever but ultimately you are fooling yourself so be very religious be very truthful be very honest to yourself as to what you are doing and whom you are telling and what you are telling at times you are just in denial of the truth you are holding on to something and you don't want to let go and you want somebody to say that okay if you are holding this then it's the right thing to do you want somebody to say that a lot lot of you just come to gurus and spiritual teachers looking for a confirmation of all the pain all the patterns raga dvesha all your fears that you are holding you want the gurus to say yes it's okay to hold them keep on holding them <laughs> so that is not going to help you actually okay so look for all these koshas and evaluate yourself at every level and the last thing to keep in mind is that the hold of your chitvrittis your sanskara should start minimizing earlier you may be getting a lot of angry now you are not earlier you may be a lot fearful now you do not fear anything earlier you may have lot of you may feel lot of attachments and clinginess towards somebody or something or some places now you don't you may have you may be holding grudges or attachment uh, grudges or anger or you know hatred for somebody for a lifetime now you don't so those kind of changes are the most important changes because ultimately it's chitta vritti nirodha right doesn't matter how many siddhis you attain or what you do or how much your vigyanmaya kosha opens up and how many siddhis and you know cosmic intelligence you download until you are intelligent about yourself enough self realization or moksha is not going to happen and that means in other words some or the other kind of suffering is always going to be there if you get <clears throat> sick physically sick you will suffer mentally more instead of just thinking that oh just my body is sick so what that's all right i'll be okay mentally you won't suffer your physical sickness or mentally you won't suffer life circumstances around you problems and issues that we face on in our everyday life so some or the other kind of suffering is always going to be there until and unless chitvritti nirodha happens so it's not just about moksha or even if you do not understand moksha or vairagya or self realization that is fine but at least everybody understands that they are trying to get rid of all the suffering that they feel within nobody wants to suffer in life so that is a very important thing yogic sadhanas are being done to eliminate suffering from your mind okay so evaluate yourself or on on all these things namaste jai shiva